Hello, and welcome to the February 2022 Folklore and Fiction Podcast. My name is Kelly McCath Morin. I'm a PhD candidate in the Folklore Department at Memorial University of Newfoundland, and I'm also a speculative fiction writer under the pseudonym C.S. McCath. The Folklore and Fiction Podcast and Dispatch synthesize these passions with a focus on folklore scholarship aimed at storytellers. You'll find the Folklore and Fiction archive along with the rest of my work online at folkloreandfiction.com. Interested listeners will find a link to the current dispatch in the show notes, where a more comprehensive record of this episode can be found, including a bibliography and other references. This edition is the second of three dispatches inspired by requests from followers of the Folklore and Fiction Project, and we owe our thanks to Maria Diaz's interest in The King with the Horse's Ears for this month's discussion. In it, I'll be exploring the central motif in the tale via several folk narratives and discussing themes found in their plots. The King with the Horse's Ears is an Irish folk narrative found in Patrick Kennedy's 1866 edition of Legendary Fictions of the Irish Celts. Kennedy reproduced the tale from Owen Jordan's telling of it and, quote, endeavored to retain his style of narrative, but alas, it is more than thirty years since we sat near his throne, that is, the big kitchen griddle in Tombrick, end quote. Earlier in Kennedy's introduction, he refers to Jordan as, quote, poor Jordan, end quote, and adds that, quote, he was suspected of believing in the existence of fairies and their dwelling in particular localities, such as the Wrath of Cremogue, end quote. I mention these introductory pronouncements because I read a blending of Kennedy's voice with Jordan's in the tale, and I would argue that Kennedy's somewhat patronizing opinion of Jordan sometimes overshadows the text. Dispatch readers should also note that the tale is written in an affected Irish vernacular, resulting in alternative spellings for many words, while podcast listeners should note that I read it with less inflection than it warrants out of respect for the teller. The King with the Horse's Ears The story I'm going to tell you is not to be met every day. I heard little Tom Kennedy, the great schoolmaster of Rossard, say that he read it in the history of Ireland, and that it happened before the people were Christians. It's about a king that never let himself be docked only once a year. He lived in some old city on the borders of Carlow and Kilkenny, and his name was a queer one. Laura Longshach it was. So as I said, he got his hair cut once a year, and tale or tidings was never after her to the barber that done it. About seven unlucky fellows got the honor, and after that, Dickens a barber would come for love or money within a hen's race of the castle. So the king made an act of parliament, that all the shavers through the country was to cast lots, and if anyone that got the short straw dared say boo, down went his house." So the first lot came to the son of a poor widow woman, and the bellman proclaimed it through the town, and when the poor mother heard it, she liked to fall out of her stannin. But as that wouldn't save the poor fellow's life, she thought better of it, and run up the street like wildfire till she came to the palace gates. She broke through the guards. I don't think the old kings of Ireland took any trouble about mind in the gates, for if they did, how could such crowds be always at the fasts within side? She broke in, as I said, and came to the big stone hall, where the king was taking his tay, if it's tay they used in them days. 
What brings this madwoman here, says he, flying into a passion? Go, says he to the butler, and put the guards into the dungeon, for letting me be disturbed at my breakfast, and bid the drummer give him thirty lashes apiece with a cat of nine tails. What brings you here, you unfortunate old sinner, says he to the poor woman, that was sitting at her heels and pullulin fit to blow the roof off the house. Oh, please, your noble majesty, says she, don't take the game from me. If you do, who'll I have to wake and bury me decent? And who is the game, says he, and what have I to say to him? Oh, and isn't he... This episode of the Folklore and Fiction podcast is a preview, and you can listen to the full episode on the Folklore and Fiction website. Just click on the dispatch link in the show notes, or go to folkloreandfiction.com and sign up for a free account. Thanks very much for your interest. Copyright 2019-2023. Kelly S. McCath-Morin. All rights reserved unless Creative Commons licensing is specifically applied.